Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, hello, welcome, your saltwater guide with a very unique live show, five o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We have a phenomenal show this evening. I am so happy to have the creator of Kids Can Fish on the show tonight. And you know what's really spectacular is Marley is still awake. He is so excited to meet Caroline. He's just running around in his cage back here. I don't know if you can see him, but Marley's never up at this time. He goes to sleep every day at 430. But he heard Caroline was coming on the show today. So he look at him. He's all fired up. He's super excited. So, gang, this young lady started out with Girls Can Fish, and then that exploded into Kids Can Fish, and she got hooked up with Promar. You know my friend Steve and Ben over at Promar? They put together a great little package with the throw net, and the proceeds go to Kids Can Fish. Kids Can Fish is near and dear to my heart. You watched my show this morning or at noon today. You know how important it is to make sure that children get to fish. There's a good chance that Captain Dave will cry today in this show because it's so near and dear to my heart about children. So stay tuned. Listen to everything. It's going to be very interesting to see all the cool things that Caroline and her father have going on with Kids Can Fish. So without any further ado, because I know Caroline's a very busy young lady, let's get her in here on the show and let's get this show going. What do you think, Elliot? Caroline, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. And Thomas, we don't want to talk to you right now. We, uh, we'll talk to you later. This has nothing to do with you. Caroline, my monkey, Marley, is running around back there. So excited to have you on the show. He just asked me to make sure that you don't use the throw net on him, okay? I gotcha. <laughs> He's terrified of the net. My wife used to try to catch him with one of the Promar bait scoops. So. No, Marley, she's not going to use the throw net on you, buddy. So, Caroline, why don't you let everybody know how you – came up with this idea, Girls Can Fish, and then it blew up into this phenomenal tournament you guys just got done doing. Talk about it for a few minutes before you got to run. So I was on the boat with my dad and family friend, the Ridens family, and I was fishing, and I did not even, like, expect what was going to come, and I hooked up with a cobia. That was my first cobia in my life. I didn't know like what the fight was going to bring or anything like that. I was just hoping that I wouldn't lose that fish because it was probably one of the best moments that I've had in my fishing career. Um, I caught the fish and I was reeling it in. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like I want to do this a lot more often. And I got the fish on the boat and I yelled, girls can fish really loud. And my dad was like, that's you. Like that could be you someday. Like, he was like, mm, that's you. Like, that's something. And so then we talked about it, and he was like, okay, you want to make a YouTube channel called Girls Can Fish? And so that's what we did. And then we made a Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then people started asking, like, what about the boys? Like, include the boys. So then we decided to change it to Kids Can Fish to include all of the kids. 
That is great because I was just going to say, girls can fish. We just lost half our audience. We want the boys in there too, even though it's super important to let girls know that it's okay to go fishing with your dad and it's all right. It's actually fun, right? Yes. It's kind of fun to go fishing and then to catch a cobia. That's a bucket list fish for me. Captain Dave doesn't get to see those. That is an incredible fish. Mm -hmm. Those of you that have never seen one after the show, look it up. It is a big fish, pulls very hard, very very popular fish to go fish for. It would be kind of considered like our white sea bass out here on the West Coast, gang. It's kind of a bigger type of fish. They live around the oil platforms and the buoys out there in the channel. They're kind of a kind of a spectacular fish. Big tail, pull really hard, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a big deal when you got that fish. I bet you got a lot of stuff going on that post when you posted it and showed everybody the picture of that fish. You were tell them, tell them what was following your cobia. Oh, there was like, I saw it for like two seconds. Apparently there was like a really big tiger shark, like a 10 foot tiger shark right behind it. Oh, wow. There you go. See kids, you just have no idea what's going to happen when you go fishing. How cool would that have been to be seeing a big cobia and then a tiger shark? That's the unique thing about fishing, right? Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen when you're out there. There's so many cool things that can happen when you go fishing, but you know what? If you don't go, nothing cool happens. Yeah. You got to get out there. And Elliot, my buddy Elliot and I, we, we kind of pay attention to Promar a lot. And we were kind of watching everything that was going on at ICAST. And then here you are standing on a, it looked like a bucket or something, but you're standing there and you're throwing a cast net. Now, boys, it's hard to throw a cast net. It is very hard. Captain Dave can't throw a cast net. I've never even tried. I've I watched it before. You are very, very good at throwing a cast net, young lady. Thank I'm you. very impressed. Elliot and I both were in. Then with that cast net, you caught a lot of people's attention. You caught my attention. You caught a lot of people's attention. The guys over at Promar, they adore you. Here we go. Check this out. Look at Look at how that thing, that's all the key is about getting that thing to open up fully. Isn't that wild? That is so wild. Woo! That is incredible. How did you learn how to throw the cast net? So it took me, it took me a while, but um, when I first started throwing it, um, I had no idea what I was doing. I watched so many YouTube videos trying to like try different methods and just none of them seemed to work for me. So I kind of made it up as I went along to see what worked. And then I finally found like my method that stuck with me that actually like made me get a perfect pancake every time. Oh yeah. And it is perfect. The way you throw that net, I would love to have you fish with me down here in the mangroves because that's the biggest problem is getting bait. That's how they get their bait back there, gang. That's how they get their bait in Florida. That's how they get their bait in Texas, Mississippi, all those places you're allowed to throw a net in the United States of America. You're just not allowed to throw a net in California. I know it's hard to believe that they would restrict <laughs> anything in California, but yeah, we can't throw a net in California. Isn't that crazy? You, you know, one thing I learned about a cast net from her is I tried for the longest time to show her the way that I do. And she doesn't like the method that I use. So it the, doesn't work for me. The Caroline <laughs> method, you know, we tell people all the time, if you find a method that's not on YouTube or you haven't seen a video of, but the thing opens, stay with it. Why change mm -hmm. it? It yeah. works. So 
the way she throws a net is different than the way I throw a net. So when we're teaching kids, we'll latch on to whatever's working for them and tell them, stay with that because yeah. it's working. Yeah, because you don't, like me and my good buddy Mike Lewis always say, you don't know until till you know. You just don't know. It's something like throwing that net. And you don't want to discourage anybody, right, Caroline? The last thing you wanted to be told was, that's not how you do it. Yeah. You're like, well, that's how I do it. And it works. And it works really good. What are we doing in this video? That was our uh, one of our recent CastNet camps. And actually, this gal won the CastNet competition. And she had never thrown a cast net until she came to our camp. Yeah. Uh, was her name Allie? I think it was Addie. Addie or Allie. And, um, you know, she listened to our little instruction piece. And then we we go out to a tide pool. And once the kids practice, then we do a little kind of uh, line them up and do a little contest and process of elimination. Yeah. And she was throwing pancakes all afternoon long. And it was really cool. <laughs> um, and not only that, it was pretty cool as a, a girl a girl one. Oh, and this is Foster. Foster's, this kid's awesome. He's an in-the-mouth method thrower. I think you're going to see him load it up. And uh, there's the first load. And right there, there he goes. He does it in between his teeth. And watch, he's going to do a little spin move. I think he does a little spin. And there he goes. If Foster, he's awesome. Actually, I just fished with him last yeah. weekend. An incredible young man and an incredible angler. Um, he's logged in some really good catches. Um, but we just met him. Was that March or April? I can't remember. No, that was like mm. May. Yeah. We've done, I think we've done three cast net camps this year. So they're all running together, but that's Foster. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. That's so cool. I just, uh, the whole thing about children and fishing is just the most, it's just such an important part of this puzzle that we're trying to put together on a daily basis. I do this podcast Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And I talk about children and taking kids fishing all the time. It's probably the most important thing on my mission for the, le the next probably 20 years I have left on the planet is to make sure that we don't blow it when we take our kids, yeah. our children fishing. Caroline, I want you to tell me real quick, and I know you got to go and you already gave me more time than I asked for. So I appreciate that. How big time does it bug the boys when they're standing there and you're just winging that thing out there and they can't get it. I bet it bugs the heck out of them. Um, it's especially the boys that live in the neighborhood and that like know me personally. And they think that it's fun to do little fishing tournaments in the neighborhood. And they're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to beat you. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I caught 13 bass in one day and they caught like five. Nice. Nice. But that net throw is, Oh, that is gold. They can't, you can't get any bait. You can't catch any fish and you're standing yep. there catching all the bait and you're like, okay, boys, well, throw the net, yep. go get your bait. <laughs> yep. And I taught, oh, that's so them. Cool. I taught all of them how to do it too. So Caroline, you got to get going. I understand you got your friend yep. there. Why you don't you? Know, you having fun? I mean, yeah, but she's upstairs by herself. Yeah. Tell everybody what you'd like them to do. You want them to sign up to your Instagram page, your Facebook. How do you, you want people to jump on there? Like Elliot will throw the QR code up, gang. If any of you, anybody out there that has a child and you want to get them into fishing, follow Caroline. That'll, that'll open a bunch of doors for you to get your children out there fishing. She has a phenomenal message. And I, you, do you answer your comments when people comment? 
I go on there. Yeah, my dad runs it. I can't. He doesn't want me to have social media. So I understand. That's to, good. We need yeah. we need a filter. And dad's a good filter. That's good, dad. Thank you. So Caroline has her own page for her individual fishing. It's called uh, C to see outdoors. So the letter C, the number two, and then S-E-A outdoors. Yeah. Um, that just highlights some of her individual stuff. She does a lion's share of her her um, work with the foundation, but she does a little bit of some of her independent fishing and pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Well, Caroline, thank you for being a part of the show. Go hang out with your friend and we will talk to you soon. This is not the last time you're going to see Captain Dave, I promise you. Yeah, thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. All right. Thank you very much. Dad and I and Elliot will talk more about business now and make sure that we get a lot of kids coming out to see you fish. Thank yes, you sir. very much, Caroline. Have a great night. You too. All right, Dad. Thomas, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks thank for you. Have a few minutes with your daughter. That's what it's all about for Captain Dave. It's all about children. We got a lot of, we have a big audience right now watching us, boss. So Good. that's great. This is going to go big time. So let the big, the hardest part of this thing is making sure that we keep this safe for children. Sure. It's got to be safe and it's got to be run well and clean because there's a lot of stuff going on out there, especially on the internet. So I'm glad that you're a part of this and you're a big filter and you're watching what's going on. But talk about some of the tournaments you just got. I know we're at the end of the season. I uh, didn't even know I was able to get your number. Thanks to Demo. Brian, and he set us up together, and I know you were super busy. When I wanted to get, get you on, you had this giant tournament yeah. running with the Bulls. So we got you after it, and I know maybe we're going to try to put together some more stuff, but this is a year-round type of thing. This organization doesn't – it's not just the tournaments. It's Correct. all the time trying to keep kids. So you go ahead and yeah. talk about it. So, you know, when you – Initially, we set up and we were just going to be a small little family organized deal. And then next thing you know, people want to donate. People want to make contributions. So we we naturally went into the 501c3 realm and then the federal tax exemption. And with that came people wanting to donate product and people wanting to donate uh, cash, obviously. So with the, dona the donations and the proceeds that come in, we do uh, our fishing camps and clinics. So to date, we've done nine camps this year alone. Um, hopefully we're going to get, we're definitely going to get one in in November. And then I'm, I, I would love to do a bull redfish camp here in October if I can sneak it in. So while doing camps, because our kids leave with um, the fishing equipment that we're using, it, we have to fund those. So the St. Simons Island Running of the Bulls is our largest fundraiser of the year. It's a charity surf red fishing competition. The adults fish for cash prizes and the youth uh, participants fish for higher end rods and reels. And um, that sole event, which is usually, it's been on Columbus Day weekend the last three years, is how we fund our camps and clinics for, for the large part. Um, the first year that we ran the tournament, which was uh, 2021, we had 107 participants and we just thought we were over the moon about it. We thought it was the most amazing thing. The second year we had 171 participants wow. and this year we had 232. And I actually, I shut down registration at the beginning of September because I didn't want to overload the beaches and I wanted to make sure that the families and competitors could actually enjoy themselves. Um, it's really important to us. If you're going to bring, there were 82 kids on the beach fishing the tournament that if we're going to have a tournament 
that none of the kids are asking to go home within the first hour, that we give everybody an adequate chance to catch. Um, so the, the, the running of the bulls is our largest charity, but we do a lot of other external fundraising, uh, a lot of other donations that we do um, for families. So if we're not running a camp, um, some of the ways that we've donated is there was a, a police officer who, who was killed in Texas and him and his two boys really enjoyed fishing. We sent a really big fishing care package to that, that family for the boys just to kind of take their mind off their, their, you know, their struggle and the things that were going on in their life. And there was another uh, child in Wisconsin who's a, a really big ice angler and his mom would take him out on a sled into a shanty and they would ice fish together. And then in the spring, we were looking at videos and pictures of him on a Wisconsin fishing page. And we, he didn't have like an all-terrain fishing wheelchair. So we actually fundraised and bought him a all-terrain fishing wheelchair so he can go to places that, that maybe he couldn't reach normally with his, his regular equipment um, and stuff that he uses in his life. So it's not just camps. We'll do outreach wherever we can. Um, we're kind of creative. If something pops up, we're, we're going to dive in. But camp, camps are where we, we call our bread and butter for sure. Oh, what that all the things you're doing are just absolutely incredible. It is blowing my mind right now. But um, one thing that everyone needs to understand, because when they watch me and they listen to me, we're usually talking about fishing on a boat. What you guys are doing is you're doing something that is reachable for everybody. You're fishing on a beach. You're fishing, surf fishing, taking big groups of kids, doing that throw net camp, all that stuff you're doing on beaches, which is super accessible to any family, anybody, like you just said, the young man you got the wheelchair for. It makes it accessible for everybody. That is huge. That is a giant thing, especially with what's going on in the world today with the price of fuel and everything else. This is something that's attainable for everybody. I love that. That is such an awesome deal because, you know, if you're going on a boat, it's very limited, the amount of people, the weather and everything else. Where you're going on the beach, everybody, can, you can bring all your children, all your grandchildren. Everybody can come, moms, dads, everybody can come and watch and be a part of that. That's so special. There's nothing more special than that, right? And we do we do all kinds. So we're, we've done a little bit of freshwater. We'd like to do more. Here in coastal Georgia, we're limited to good reservoirs. We don't have a lot of good uh, freshwater systems. Um, but there are obviously some large ponds and some some community areas that we've used. We won't rule out um, where we'll fish. If there's an opportunity, um, we'll we'll take advantage of that. And um, you know, it, it's really been kind of what allows us to do so many camps is that we live in a year-round climate. Where I was born and raised in Ohio, and you know, November, December, January, February, and even parts of March, I was bored. And then the second the thaw happened, um, it was game on. I was fishing. So for four months out of the year, I really couldn't fish because I didn't do much ice fishing, at least on Lake Erie as a kid. Um, we're here in the southeast. We can fish year round for different species. Seems like every two to three months, a different style of fishing comes into play here. So um, we're pretty active in the community and we, we aim to do a camp every about every six weeks. And then they can get a hold of you through kidscanfish.net. And that's, that's how correct. you're going to get a hold of you, find out the tournament schedule, what's going on, how to get involved. Also, the big thing, like you were talking about, and we're not, we're not begging for money, gang, but this stuff's all put on, and it takes 
at the end of the day, it takes money. And I know there's a lot of people out there thinking, hey, how can I get involved? I don't have any children. Well, you can give a little bit. Absolutely. And this is a very, very worthy organization. I mean, it's put together by Caroline. How could it be bad? If, if Elliot could go to the uh, the Instagram, I'll show you pro one of probably my favorite memories. Um, I had an ability to fish with Wyatt over the weekend. Um, Wyatt is from uh, Dade, Florida, and I fished with him for three years. Um, he's got he's got some some things that he deals with in his life, and he loves to fish. And he won the youth red fishing tournament over the weekend with a almost forty inch fish. Um, we landed this fish together. Um, I was out in the water casting a line. I was in chest high water and I hear Caroline say, Wyatt's got one. She took the pole out of the rod holder for Wyatt, reeled down on the line, um, helped with the hook set, handed it off and was holding the rod above the reel seat and helping him reel this fish in. When the three of us landed this fish together, um, I actually cried. And I've never cried before catching a fish. It just shows like the connection. Why it was a complete stranger three years ago, and now he's one of my favorite favorite people to fish with. A couple months ago, we were catching, um, you know, gaff gaff top sail uh, gaff gaff sail catfish, and he was thrilled. And I, I helped him land with the help of Caroline, the biggest fish he's caught of his life. And here's a little clip of it. It's just simply amazing. Listen. Was this your first bull redfish you ever caught? Yes. And is this the, the biggest fish you've ever caught? Are you ready? The most important question of it all, Wyatt. Are you coming back next year to defend your title? Yeah. Oh God, everybody, Wyatt's coming back for his fourth year. Wyatt Farland, your 2023 youth champion. 39, three quarter inches and seven spots. Quiet falling, folks. Yeah. Oh, every child that was there is never going to forget that. You know, I have a particular fishing memory with me and my dad where we were both fishing the surf when I first moved here and we hooked up with big fish off the surf. Um, that one sticks out in my mind as a hands down memory I'll always remember. And and this one with Wyatt, and especially since Caroline, I mean, I'm I'm 30 yards into the surf and look back and hear, you know, a girl who's going to turn 13 in two weeks is helping, you know, Wyatt land his personal best fish of his life. And it just it just proves to me as an organization, you know, we're doing we're doing the right thing. We're, we're moving the right direction and we're impacting um, the people that need to be impacted. And that that was just a, a really special moment. Oh yeah, I touched my heart right there. What a good, what a good young man. What a phenomenal organization. And uh, a couple of people are asking me, is this on the SoCal camps? No, this is. Uh, well, you haven't even talked about what area you're doing this in. So why yeah. don't we get to that and let us know what's going on there? Because the, the biggest, the biggest ask I get probably is when can we branch out and go to different locations? And this year we're going to try something different. Um, we kind of have a rule of thumb as an organization still while we're growing is we like to be present for every camp. And then we just, with kids as your audience, you have to be very careful. Um, I just can't turn, you know, the, the organization over to a complete stranger. So 
we like to be at every camp. We're actually going to go to the Panhandle, um, get close to Alabama this year, and hopefully we're going to bring one to Washington State. Um, Bats and Enterprises and Team Rain Shadow pair up with Bandit Custom Rods, and they do a lot of our donations for us. So um, going to the Bats and Enterprises headquarters and doing a camp in Washington State, I think, is something we're going to try to do this summer uh, with Bandit Custom Rods. So reaching out is is absolutely something we'd like to do. Um, you know, I have a day job. My wife has a day job. Caroline has school. She's also in um, competitive softball. We're, we're squeezing these things in on free weekends, and we know that people want us. We, we have asked from uh, Texas, Louisiana, New Jersey, Washington State, um, Pennsylvania, St. Louis. I mean, pretty much many of the bigger states on bigger bodies of water have asked us to bring a camp and it just comes down to time and availability and and we'll get there we're, we're growing and we need to build that infrastructure so that we can continue to branch out but we we do it one camp at a time we want to make sure that what we do we do right and we have kind of a, a slogan an internal slogan is um we want to under promise and over deliver on what we bring out to people that is so that that's the best message you could possibly be given. Yeah, absolutely. So there is so so much room for growth, gang. And you guys can all get a hold of Thomas through the website, through the Instagram page and let him know if you're interested in trying to get something like this going. And there's no reason to start your own thing. You can piggyback off of what he's got going. But like I say in all my shows, and I talked about it today on my show before we went live with you is uh, the, the most important job we have as parents is to make sure that we don't blow it when we take our children fishing. Same with grandparents and everybody. It's super important to make it a very, very memorable experience. You got to make sure that that is the most important thing on the menu. When you're taking children fishing gang, you do not want to blow it and you can blow it by making it don't let them bring their electronic devices. That's a blow it because you and I aren't going anywhere, Thomas, without our electronic device. We can't tell the kids, you're going fishing and you can't bring your iPad. Well, then they don't want to go and you made it a punishment. What you're doing right here is one of the most important things that we can do as adults on the planet Earth is turn children on to fishing because what they're telling the kids today in school is that if you're going outside and fishing, you're an enemy. You're an enemy of the state. You're an enemy of the country. And it's the farthest thing from the truth. Look at that young man has a suntan. Look at that. It's okay to have a suntan, go out in the sun and get catch a fish, and take it home and eat it. You're not a criminal, right? Right. And you know, you know what's amazing is whenever we go to our camps, um, there's not a single kid with a, an iPhone in their hands. They're engaged in the activity that we're doing. And you never hear a parent say, all right, it's time to go. Or, you know, we, we got to go get dinner. It's, it's usually, uh, can, can we stay longer or can the camp go longer? Cause the, the kids are actually engaged. They're, they're experiencing the world around them. They're connecting with kids and they're having genuine fun. Like we had when we were kids and, and to sit back, like sometimes I, I, I tell people like, you got to step back and actually watch the activity that's happening in front of you. Or by the end of the day, you're like, what happened? So there's times I'll go to a camp and I'll just like creep back away from the activity. I'll just step and watch. And I see other kids interacting with complete strangers. I see parents talking to new families. I see Caroline 
um, and the Ryden's family interacting with kids that we don't know. And I just, I just take a little 30 second glimpse or a one minute glimpse and just do that little shot, you know, snapshot in my head. And I'm like, you know what, there, there's hope there, there's hope left and we're, we're doing a good thing and, and we are making a difference. Making a huge difference, big time difference. It's so cool. And I'm so happy that Caroline was, had that thought to get everybody involved both boys and girls and getting children into fishing and all the pictures you have with all those smiles on their faces. You can't, there's no money on the planet that can buy that smile. And that's from just catching a fish. Can you imagine if you were to take your children and get that smile on their face gang? Think about it. It absolutely is changing children's lives. And when they go back and tell their, look at that, got bit by a shark. They go back and tell their friends at school, the stories then their friends want to go, and it become, it just starts to spread. Right. right, Thomas? It just spreads like wildfire. I have kids that show up at my front door that say, can you help me get this bird's nest out? Can you help me tie a knot? Do you have an extra bobber? Do you have some lures? And I know their faces. I know they're, you know, I know they're local kids, but they just they know that we're the house that has equipment and gear and um, tie something up. They'll throw a pole in their backpack, and then they're off on their bike, and we, we've come kind of like a, a hub and Caroline too. Um, I'll come home and she'll be doing something in the backyard. We're fortunate to have a very small pond um, behind our house and she'll be, you know, casting or, or using the cast net and there's kids in the backyard just enjoying being outside. We're, we're fortunate that, um, that our kids, and I have a son too, my son Graham's 10, um, all have that in- interest for this world of the outdoors. But it was fostered with a parent's desire to teach them these things. Because if if my wife and I didn't show them um, that these things are important, they probably wouldn't want to do them. It's it's our job to educate and show them that there are these amazing experiences outside of the uh, the four walls of the house you live in. Right, and and it's so incredible. And do me a favor, talk about the relationship you have with Promar. Yeah. And- what's going on with that and and i talked about it with caroline a little bit but you're the you're the business part of this right so talk about that and tell what's gone because promar is a big part of my life i've been with them for 10 years a great company ben's a very good friend and steve and how did that all come to be and what's going on and i know they donate so we were uh we were operating under girls can fish at the time caroline caught that huge kobe and she she downplays it she screamed girls can fish on the boat. Like she was just celebrating. Like she, she was on top of the world. And, um, so she was like, can we do a YouTube? Can I make a logo? Can I, and I'm like, slow down, pump the brakes. You're nine. She was, she was getting ready to turn 10. And I was like, why don't you draw a logo? And then next thing you know, she draws a logo and it's actually pretty good. And a guy, a friend of mine, um, cleaned it up and we created a girls can fish logo. We started posting under the girls can fish kind of theme. And before you know it, I'm being contacted by a gentleman by the name of Stephen Howley from Pomar and Ahi. And he's having just a normal conversation with me about cast nets. Oh, that's great. Your daughter's really good at throwing a cast net, this, that, and the other. And little did I know I was talking to um, one of the the marketing managers, one of the sales managers for Promar and Ahi. And five weeks later, um, I'm in Delacroix, Louisiana, um, fishing with him splitting an Airbnb and having probably one of the most amazing uh, fishing trips I've had in my life. And from that conversation on, literally in the Marshall, Louisiana, on day two, we talked about 
what is Girls Can Fish and what is the goal of your organization? And we talked about the importance it is to become a charitable contribution, you know, organization. And Kids Can Fish uh, was formed so shortly after that. And here's where we're at with them is um, the Kids Can Fish cast net, which is really cool. And I'm quite proud of this as Caroline's on the side of the box. And a little, a little um, talk about us as an organization over here. They come in three foots, five foots, and four foot nets. And they came out in July. And these should be hitting store shelves if they decide to carry them. But they are on the Promarahi website. And every sale of that cast net, uh, the Kids Can Fish Foundation gets a kickback, a financial donation, which is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, the donation's great and it certainly helps us. But when um, somebody's like Caroline's on a cast net box and she's on an instructional video on a website as, as a parent, like I'm just so proud of her. Um, show that box again because we had the the Promar site up. Show that. Show Caroline's picture. Let's see that. Look at that, you guys. How cool is that? That is so that is so cool. And then, and then the on the inside, when, when you open it, this one's sealed back. Um, there's an instructional paper that has her photo on it showing her method of throwing the net. And then you can scan the QR and it actually goes to a video of her on the website um, going step by step on how to throw the net. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a big deal for us to, you know, be so new, I guess. It still feels new that we're um, in this fishing world. Um, that she's on the side of a cast net box and that a, a major brand is um, doing donations. There she is talking a little bit about us. I'm pretty proud of that girl, man. I'm, I'm oh, a lucky yeah. man. That is pretty insane, Thomas. That is pretty insane. Thomas, why don't you talk a little bit about how you got into fishing? I love, I love to hear the stories because I guarantee you somebody took you fishing when you were little. You know, mine's that... Um, it's kind of the easy traditional story is, is my dad who is an outdoorsman. Actually, my dad's visiting from Ohio right now. And tomorrow morning we're waking up and um, we're going to hit the beach early before we have to go to a, a travel baseball tournament, get a couple hours of fishing in. I, I can still remember my dad came home late from work one night. Um, I was laying in bed and my mom was asking him, you know, why are you home so late? This, that and the other. And he goes, well, I got Tom a gift. Um, I got him a fishing pole and I heard fishing pole in my bedroom and I sprung up and I go to the back door and it's one of those Snoopy fishing poles with the, uh, the plastic, you know, weight that you can use for practice casting. And the very next day, my dad and I are out at Eaton. Hi, I'm Caroline from um, with that Snoopy fishing rod and catching fish. I, I just grew up in a family that, that the outdoors was important to them. Um, you know, we, we didn't take extravagant, extravagant vacations as a family, but we would camp, we would go fishing, we would go boating and, and everywhere we went usually involved, you know, when fishing was in season was a big part of our life. So I, I learned from my dad and my mom was always there. She wasn't much for baiting a hook, but she, she would fish a little bit too. Um, it was just, a, it was a way of life. It was a way of being brought up. So definitely a family thing. I understand that. Hey, Elliot, let's start that video again. Let's listen to Caroline talk about how to throw the net real quick, Thomas. From Kids Can Fish, and I'm gonna be showing you how to throw the Kids Can Fish cast net. So first things first, I'm gonna start off with the handle. 
and a little bit of line, just about arm's length. I'm gonna pull the line through the handle. Then this is the line. I'm gonna put my hand right in it, just like this. Cinch it down to the point where it's not too tight, but tight enough to the point where if I throw it in the water, it won't fly off of my hand. Then I'm gonna take about this much of the line, loop it. Do it again. Just making decent sized coils. Nothing too small, but nothing too big. Just keep doing coils, coils, and then to the point where I grab the horn of the net. So then I'm gonna grab the horn, and then I go down with both my hands, and I pull it down to the point where the green ends. And then I'm just gonna grab about half of the net, and then I'm gonna go halfway up from the net, from the weights, I'm gonna go halfway up, and then I'm gonna fold it in like that, over, grab one shot, grab onto the weight, hold on, make sure I got a good grip, and I'm gonna go like this to the point where I'm facing over here. So I'm looking away from where the target is, but then I look back at the target, and then I'm gonna look at the target, pull back, release, just like that. I'm just gonna leave, this is exactly where my hands landed, and that is how you throw the Kids Can Fish cast net. Wow. Hi, I'm Caroline from Kids Can Fish. That's incredible, that is so, it's gotta put tears in your eyes, Dad. I'm so proud of her, for sure. That is so cool. That is pretty spectacular. Fish, and today I'm going to be showing you the features of our new cast net. So first we have the bright blue 20 foot hand line. It's very eye catching and awesome, which leads into the bright yellow horn. And then you look down here at all these bright colors to see the 3 8 mesh that catches about two to five inch bait fish. Then down here, we have the three quarters pound per foot weights. This limited edition Kids Can Fish cast net can be found at promarahi.com or on kidscanfish.net. And what is amazing is that Promar and Ahi are giving portion of all sales as a donation to Kids Can Fish so we can do free fishing camps and clinics for you. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on the beach. Okay, that's something that I didn't understand before. Thank you very much. So back to Kid Camp. So you're doing these for free? 100% free. So oh every kid, gosh. yeah, every kid that comes to the the, the different style camps. So every kid that comes to the cast net camp leaves with the net for them. So a small kid will leave with a three foot net. Uh, you know, maybe like an eight to 10 year old will get the four footer. And then if a 15 year old shows up, he's going to leave with the five footer. Um, a big surf camp we had last year was shark fishing. We have a big team of, of people here. Um, I'm going to name drop them and thank them because it's appropriate. Seth, uh, Seth Silverstein, uh, Kevin Elbeck, Chuck Daughtry, uh, Kirk Kempe, a bunch of guys, um, um, Chuck Strickland and Lori. We do a camp on the beach. It takes volunteers. If you're going to do a shark fishing camp and you have 25 lines in the water like we did last time, it takes a team of volunteers. And our community comes with a big group of volunteers. Uh, Fish Bites, I don't know, are you familiar with the company Fish Bites? Yes. Uh, yes. Fish Bites supports us uh, top to bottom. When I tell them we're running a surf camp, usually members of the Fish Bites crews there. And um, every kid that came to our surf camps, we did two of them this year. They left with a um, a surf rod and reel combo. And I know you'll like this. They uh, That combo is an Akuma uh, combo. Oh, yeah. So the, um, the kids, they left with, you know, we're not talking about throwaway gear here. We're talking about gear that is lasting gear that if taken care of, um, they're going to be able to get lasting use. It, it drives me nuts when, 
you know, somebody buys a piece of equipment that's going to last two or three uses and then you can't use it and you're struggling. When, when we give kids fishing equipment, we give them equipment that we would use ourselves. And we're fortunate in that respect that companies like Fish Bites um, help us, Promar and Ahi help us with the cast nets. Um, Team Rain Shadow builds rods uh, and gives us components that are built by uh, Bandit Custom Rods. So some of our camps have custom rods that are used and then we give them you know, rods that we pick up or buy from other entities. Uh, Zepco helps us out a lot. We're, we're so blessed. The, the list goes on and on and on. And yes, whenever a kid comes to our camp, they, they're 100% free and um, they leave with gear and tackle associated with the type of fishing or activity that we're doing. And the, and the knowledge, the knowledge. And the knowledge. They're spewing this beautiful knowledge onto these children because like I said a little while ago, and we're talking adult talk here, but uh, we're the people that fish in schools right now. We're the enemy. Let's be honest. We're the enemy because we go out there and we catch innocent fish. And there's nothing wrong with it, gang. The regulations are set in stone. They're real regulations done by real scientists. We're not. You cannot adversely affect the population of the fish with a fishing pole. Let's just be honest. And we're changing people's lives in these, you know, those smiles. I, I go back to the smiles. That's what it's all about to me, the smiles. You can't buy that smile. You can't. And you and I, we both have the same thing. Our dads. I remember when I was three years old and my dad took me fishing for the very first time. My dad owned a bunch of those uh, head boats. He owned nine of them. Right. And I didn't know. But I remember when my dad took me fishing my first time when I was three years old. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember my mom putting my shoes on. And then I was hooked. And all I ever wanted to be was a captain my whole life. That's all I wanted to be. Every I remember uh, I went on a walleye trip with my dad. I was in fifth grade and my dad signed me out of school. And I came home and I was bright red like a lobster. I've never seen my mom so mad. But you can guarantee that uh, the trips after that, my dad made sure I had uh, proper cover on and sunscreen. But we we had one heck of a fishing trip, um, even though I got roasted by the sun. I will never forget that conversation he had with my mom. Um, it was it, it, it's a trip I'll never forget um, because of the amount of fish we caught, and um, we get to share that with families. There actually, there's families that have came to our camp that have never fished before. One, this is a Janung's fish camp. This is uh, Crescent Beach, Florida. And a family uh, came to this camp. They had never fished. And now they are like hardcore. They competed in the tournament. They actually do some outreach of their own with kids with fishing. Like their family is into fishing and at a high level now from a little camp that we did at the, um, the Janung's fish camp, just fishing off of a dock, catching little mangrove snapper and a couple flounder and some grunts and stuff like that. So some pretty, pretty awesome stories from our camps. And, you know, some of them we'll never hear. Um, some of them we won't, we won't hear what the families are doing with what we taught them, but we know they exist and that's all that matters. So let's run over real quick so that our, our listeners understand. We're going to come to you, one of your fish camps. We're going to bring our child. We don't have, a, we don't have a piece of line. We don't have a hook. We don't know anything about fishing, but we want to, get into it because you and Dave and Thomas made it sound so great. And we listened to your daughter, Caroline. We want to bring our children fishing. We show up at this fish camp. We sign up, we get there. If we don't have anything, are we going to be okay? 
You're you're actually we tell people don't bring your personal equipment. Um, we supply everything. You know, the only thing we'll tell them is you might want to bring some sunscreen. You might want to bring some personal stuff that you need for an outdoor activity, but don't bring fishing gear. We got you covered. Um, we we will teach you everything from top to bottom to nomenclature to leaving the area that we fished in better than when we found it. Um, I'm a big leave no trace kind of guy. I'm a big supporter of captains for clean water. Um, this resource needs to be passed on to the next generation. And if we don't take care of it, and if we're not good stewards, um, the fishery will not be what we've been able to enjoy. And, and trust me, there's struggles. We know there's struggles and there's, there's things that need to be improved, but we're trying to teach kids at an early age that we need to be responsible with our natural resources and, and actually respect and take care of that resource. So, you know, Caroline's great grandchildren um, can hear the same stories. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. The, the thing you were, that blew my mind is you've already done 11 of these camps this year. It'll, if we do, if we do the November and sneak this one in October, it'll be 11. And I don't, I don't count the, the sponsored kids at the redfish tournament. Cause I, I was fishing with, um, three sponsored kids. That's not really a camp. That's more of an intimate setting. Um, and then our second year, I think it was, we did five. And then the first year, obviously, cause funding was a little bit of an issue getting off the ground. Um, we did two. So I I'm confident in saying moving forward, our, our six or, uh, one every six weeks is probably sustainable. Um, and certainly probably get, you know, eight to 10 camps a year in, um, as an organization with another family, I got to, I got to thank Brandon Rydens and his family. Um, he's, he's another family. He helps at every camp he's there and sacrifices and does a lot too, to help. So, um, it's just not me and Caroline and my family. We, we have another family that helps us as well to include, um, the fishing community here locally, the couple of the gentlemen that I spoke about. Nice. Thank you. All the families that help. One thing I want you all to understand is there is so many people in the world that would love to be a part of this. And you guys all have the power. Everyone that's listening to our podcast, everyone that's watching us on Facebook and YouTube, all you have to do is right on the bottom of your screen, hit that share button. And then all of a sudden this is going to spread out. Right. And we have so many different tackle companies and sponsors that listen to the show that are involved in the show and they can share this. All of you that are listening, all you got to do is hit the share button. It's not, it's free. You can it's amazing the how, how much of a difference it makes. And it, then more people are going to hear about this and more people are going to get involved. The tackle companies, those tackle companies that are listening right now, Thomas, they need to understand this is the future. You and I are already going down to the tackle store. We're going to spend hours in there. We're going to look at all the cool stuff. We're going to buy the really cool stuff. But the children are the future. Gang, we all need to be sharing this, hitting the like button, and sharing it across all your social media. Everybody, you don't even know who on your social media needs to hear the message. And it, we all need to hear the message. And it's a great, it's a phenomenal message, gang. So do it. Do Thomas and I a favor and just hit the share button. It's free. Please, we're begging you to hit. Now I'm begging. I'm begging to hit the share button because I'm so into taking kids fishing. And all the pictures you have and all the cool stuff and all the videos I watch, watching Caroline throw the net. And, and thank her again for giving us 10 minutes of her busy schedule to be with us. So 
because she's got her girlfriend over at the house and grandpa's in town. So I know she's busy and we really appreciate her being on the show with us because you're, she's going to change. She's going to save a child's life. She's going to change someone's life just by being on the show. And all of you that hit the share button, you could be changing kids' lives today. You could be changing families if they show up at the camp. Well, you know, another way, you know, if people can't connect with us at a camp, every day we do a kid of the day. So we randomly pick a photo of an awesome kid or a, a, a kid and their friends or family holding a fish. And we do a kid of the day every single day. It's a different kid. It's a different style of fish. And then we run a kid of the month contest, which is sponsored by some companies. And we send an amazing prize pack um, to the kid of the month. This month, it, it just announced yesterday. Um, all you have to do is drop a photo on there. And, and the photo with the most likes wins the prize pack. Um, we do a kid of the year contest. It's usually really, really big. Um, we, we're going to have a custom rod giveaway with a a really nice Florida fishing products reel. Uh, the custom rod will be built by my friend Brian um, to include some other things. The, the kid of the year contest launches December 1st. It's a way to keep engaged. You, you can't, so many parents have messaged me and said, your kid of the day post brought the confidence of my son up because he's struggling at school. Kids are making fun of him or he can't play sports or she can't do X, Y, and Z. And then the parents are like, look, you're the kid of the day. You're the kid of the month. And then I see a picture three days later, they're at some pond or lake in their community. And it just fuels, fuels a passion that that kid of the day and kid of the month is pretty incredible and, and keeps us engaged when we're not doing camps. And they're going to send those to your Instagram page. So they can post them to Facebook or they can send them directly to me through messenger and Instagram. And, and we basically go through, I'll give Caroline the phone and say, Hey, show me a couple pictures that really speak to you. Which one do you like? And she'll be like, oh, this kid that's got this red snapper or whatever it is. I'm like, all right, that kid will go up on Thursday. Give me one for Friday. Give me one for Saturday. So there's no rhyme or reason um, how we get to the kid of the day. It's just really, whichever one just kind of speaks to us. Facebook is an easier platform because we have a group where people can post if they're group members. So a lot come in through there, but I get a lot of messages through Instagram saying, hey, how do I become kid of the month? And I go, our kid of the day. And I say, congratulations, you're you're on Tuesday and it happens to be Sunday because they just messaged me. Oh, my God. That's so powerful. That is so powerful. I, I would have never guessed with the amount of parents or grandmothers that, that have reached out or answer uncles and said that post brought happiness to my kid or that post really got me over the hump with a bad week we had it like. It's it's meaning something different that I would have never imagined we'd be accomplishing with some social media. Oh, yeah, that is that is it's got my brain thinking right now what I can do out here, because really, apparently I don't do anything. <laughs> Not, no, you're doing quite well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am just I, I'm just sitting here listening to everything you say going, OK, I need to get do this. I need to do that because I'm all about the children. And it's all about giving back all the knowledge that I've been able to get over all my life, fishing for taking kids fishing. There's nothing more important. I am so happy that you 
gave me some of your time because I know you're a busy man and I know you got a lot of stuff going on with all the stuff. And I contacted you in the middle of that tournament, dude, and you you contacted me back and I was like, yeah, all right. So he still wants to be a part of the show. Yeah. That was cool. a no-brainer. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Brian, I know you're watching right now. Thank you for setting me up with Thomas and Caroline because they're super special people. And I hope everybody understands what we're saying here. And I hope you all get it. And I hope you all share. And let's, we got about 10 minutes left. I told you I'd take an hour of your time. I know your dad's there and your daughter and her friends and your wife. Everybody's hanging out waiting for dad to get done with this silly podcast. And uh, let's just, we got eight, nine minutes. If anybody has a burning question, you want to know anything at all about what's going on and what Tom and Caroline have going on, you got a few minutes to send that in and Elliot will throw it up on the screen. But let's go over one more time. How can people get involved and give back to this organization? Yeah, so, you know, obviously we want you to attend a camp and that, that could be that could be tough due to our geographical locations, but you can donate um, through our website. We have a Venmo, um, kids underscore can underscore fish. Um, the monies that have been sent in, they, they go back out in the last 24 months, we've donated $42,000 in fishing equipment and gear to kids um, and what we consider to be a, a small organization. So the money that comes in, obviously, there are some administrative things that we need to to keep things going, you know, like um, our, our, our tournament costs money. You have to you have to rent spaces and you have to pay for vendors. Obviously, some of that comes through foundational money, but we were able to raise that back through um, participants that, that came to the event. So um, everything that comes in goes out somehow to um, to the organization. And one thing that people ask me all the time, I guess, and Caroline's been asked this at school is, well, you must be getting rich from Kids Can Fish. <laughs> There's not a paid staff. We don't have a paid staff. Um, will we get there someday? Maybe, but that's, you know, that's not a, a goal of mine that I have. We need to be paid staff by a certain amount of time. Um, right now, we're setting up a foundation to where it's sustainable and we can keep up this rhythm for years and years to come. And if if down the road we have a, a staff members that do certain activities or certain jobs, sure, that might happen, but it's not, it's not a focus. Our focus is to do as many camps as we can with the monies that we raise. We have a shop um, on our website, um, it's not a big driver of monies that come in, but there's some pretty cool stuff on there that has our logo on there. Um, we're going to upload a couple new things. We got some beach towels and some other things that are going on there, some new products. So an easy way to support us is to um, pick up a few of the things that have our logo on it. And um, it goes a long way. It really does. Uh, our surf camps that we run that have about 25 to 30 kids are anywhere between uh, $3,500 and $4,000 a piece just because of the quality of the gear that we're buying for the kids. Yeah. And you know what? You were saying something about, oh, you guys must be me. Listen, gang, it takes a phenomenal amount of money to put on an event like what you guys are putting on, the, the camps and everything else, and to buy hooks and line and tackle and be in there time away from job and away from life and away from responsibilities gang but i can tell by in your heart what you're sharing you're not driving a mercedes because of this you are giving back to the fishing community and if 
somewhere down the line, there was actually a little bit of money where Brian could eat a sandwich. Or excuse me, Brian. I'm sorry. I was looking at his where Thomas can eat a sandwich. How dare you? That would be terrible. Are you guys kidding me? There's nothing negative about this. You can't find the negative. So don't try to bring it in here. Don't ask that silly question because it's not a, it's not a legitimate question, gang. We are trying to get children fishing. It helps the whole. If the industry would open up their eyes and look, this is probably the best thing for the industry. If you own a tackle store, if you own a tackle company, if you own a bait company, if you own anything to do with fishing or donut shop or coffee shop, this all has to do with you because if we get the kids into it, then one day they're going to be sitting here doing a podcast 30 years from now going, I got into fishing from kids can fish. There's, it's an all up. There's no downside to this thing. It's an all, it's a 100% upside gang. You can't find the negativity. So don't look for it. Right. And, and, and Captain Dave, I know there's people that I've not mentioned tonight that, that deserve a thank you. So if you're watching, um, just know that I couldn't get everybody's name out there. You know who you are. And uh, as a family and as a foundation, it, it means an incredible amount to us. And, and Dave, thank you for having us tonight. It was amazing. Hold on one second. We have a very special guest right now. My good friend, good buddy, Mike Lewis. He makes the most unbelievable. He is a phenomenal artist. He's offering to do this for you. Read that right there. It is incredible. Show and then mind. I want you to see what he made for me. He was just down here visiting me. He knows I just My got app. back for more Heroes on Water. He knows how much it means to me to take children fishing. It has all my different sayings on the cup. He yeah. painted, painted this, hand-painted this in two days before he came wow. down to Cabo. He's going to make you special cups. He is definitely not full of crap. He's a war hero. He was in the... Oh, thanks, Mike. That's awesome. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Mike Lewis, when this is over, he's a real human. He's really means what he says and says what he means. He's got a great... Great heart, and he's a great – there he is. See all these paintings? Guys, if you go over there and look at Mike's page, you'll be blown away. Wow. He paint, every one of these things are his paintings. He paints for all the big-time athletes. He paints cars. He was uh, – Pimp My Ride? Yeah. He was the head painter. He did all wow. the painting. You never saw him. You never saw him, but he is the guy. He makes the most spectacular flags. He's going to add to your company like you can't even – or to wow. your – organization like you can't believe thank That's you the, incredible thank you thank all you, the man. headphones for all the big time athletes he does all shaquille o'neal's painting he does every he's a big deal and thank you mike lewis that's humongous and i will definitely connect you and thomas thank you wow uh i knew i'd be emotional but i'm pretty flipping emotional right now thank okay. you you got me you got me thinking um Kids Can't Fish has to come to the West Coast, don't we? Yeah, I think there's enough people on here watching right now that are going to push for that really hard. We're going to do something. We're definitely going to do something. We got my next week. I want you to, those of you that are watching the show, I want you to mark this on your calendar on uh, Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to have my sister and uh, Jim Holden from Fish for Life where we take special needs children out fishing. Wow. My father and my sister started this a long time ago, and it's a phenomenal organization. My family has been giving back to fishing since, well, since 
I was a little kid. My dad's been giving back. My dad was lucky enough to be standing on the right side of the fence when they were building a fishing. Oh, Dave, pull it together. When they were building that sport fishing thing and he understood giving back and keeping that's that's fish for life right there, Dan. Wow. Sport fishing. We put out the red carpet for the children. They walked down the red carpet. We announced them like the athletes get announced. That's awesome. Each child gets announced. Each child walks down there. Oh, man. It's the biggest day. It's an incredible opportunity. So make sure you guys watch that show next week. It's and when is when does that event take place? It hap We got one more event happening this year, and Jim Holden's going to announce it. I don't have the particulars. I just know they're going to be on the show. But every child is celebrated. Everything's a big deal as they walk on the boat, as they get out there and they go fishing. It's That's a amazing. big deal. I love that. It's pretty spectacular. And the, everybody gets involved, just like we're going to, everybody needs to get involved with Kids Can Fish. It's absolutely life-changing, just like Fish for Life, gang. You got to be there. You got to see. Watch the show next week. Please mark it on your calendar. And uh, we will definitely do our whatever we can, Thomas, to get you back out here and do something on the West Coast, introduce you to the right people. Once again, gang, I can't emphasize this enough. Please share this across your social media. This is a big deal. Thank you so much for your time. We went over. I know your family's waiting for dad. And uh, one more time, hit the QR code, Elliot. And we're going to wrap this thing up. Thomas, thank you so, no, so thank much. Thank you. No, it was great. Thank you so much. Wipe off my tears, man. <sighs> very heavy. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. And uh, everybody, thank you all for watching. Elliot, thanks for a phenomenal production. You did a great job producing the show as usual. Everybody, I'll see you on Monday. Remember, turn off the news. They're all lying. Wait till I come back on Monday and I'll tell you the truth. Bye.